What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is uh, episode 241 for the week of June 26th, 2022. The title of this episode is Envor Enters Free Agency and Open Series Overreactions. Because there have been some major overreactions in terms of the recent Open Series events, Will. Uh, yeah. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man chugging down some diet dew, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, I'm going to ask you how you're doing, but also <laughs> I want to give the folks a little heads up as to what's going to happen before we even get into the actual episode of the show. The first few minutes of this episode is going to be taken by Will discussing his disdain for how the last Twilight movie ended. And if you want the full context as to how that uh, how this came into the mix... We talked about HBO. Um, the new season of Westworld started last night. I still need to watch it. Um, I know the show kind of took off a cliff after the first season. The first season's very good. If you have not watched it, I recommend it. Um, but regardless, Will was talking about how he doesn't have HBO. I'm not condoning profile sharing because that would not be nice. But if there were some way for Will to get HBO that I pay for, who knows? And then I suggested that he watch that. And then we got onto the whole Batman, the Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman being on HBO Max. And then it came into Twilight coming into that universe. And then we got to this. So, Will, <laughs> first, how are you doing on this Monday evening? And second, please, I, I, I specifically told Will to start the episode and then provide the reasoning as to why he disliked the ending of the last Twilight movie. Because I think everybody would want to hear this. And I don't give a shit if you don't. So, Will, how are you doing this Monday <laughs> evening? And two, please uh, explain your disdain. All right, all right. So, I'm doing fine. Uh, it's, it's, it's Monday. I had to work. We both had to work. Yes. Who loves a Monday, right? But that's uh, what the show's for is to take you out of the Monday <laughs> mood, you know? Yeah, there we go. There you go. So, yeah, I did the stupid Batman voice. Talked, tried to bring it into Twilight, and I was like, do you remember the last, the ending of the last movie? And Josh doesn't, but I don't think I've seen breaking Dawn part two. And I told will that it had been so long since I'd watched the twilight films. There's no judgment here on what fucking movies you like or dislike twilight's twilight. You know what it is and you'd hate it or you love it. Whatever. Um, I'm indifferent on it. I kept watching them because I felt like I had to <laughs> yeah. just to see what happened. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, I don't think I've seen breaking Dawn part two. So the last one, you know, they're, they're whatever. Bella and Edward had the child. And, like, it was against the rules to make a, a vampire child, basically. With, like, a normal human or what? Or yeah, just in yeah general? because she was a human and they had to turn her during oh, that, birth. I think I did see this movie then. But okay. then in the last one, like, there's going to be this huge fight, right? Yeah. And Alice goes up to the guy to, like, reason with them, the main head honcho, whatever, of the council of vampires, apparently. I don't know what I'm talking about here. I didn't remember. It's okay. Um. And she like talks to him and like, there's this huge fight scene and a ton of people die and it's like epic. And you're like, all right, we're getting some resolution here. Like shit's happening. And it was, it was, it was pretty decent fight scene whatever. Sounds like I'd enjoy this. And then, and then all of a sudden it zaps out and Alice is standing with everybody still there. And she gave him a vision of what would happen if he acted upon his... So nobody fucking died. So nobody died. The fight didn't happen. And it was like, oh, all's good now. We're just going to walk away from this. And I was fucking pissed. Like, <laughs> That's the biggest cop-out. Wow. What if... Wow. Because that was her power was to have visions. Sure. Show people visions. Things like that. 
That's lame as shit. So it was a hap- like happily ever after ending, basically. It seemed like it, yeah. That's fucking stupid. I was mad. I was mad. So that's why I dislike Breaking Dawn Part 2 very much. We should have put a spoiler warning for Twilight Breaking Dawn Part <laughs> it's 2. It's been how long? Oh, my God. And imagine that how that's how they ended Star Wars. It's just fucking no. Luke sitting at home dreaming of his star adventure that never was because he was a farm boy that killing his dad. (laughs) Fucking stupid. Um, uh, fun note about star Wars though. I restarted watching, um, rogue one. Oh, because I always felt I didn't give that movie enough credit. Um, and everybody seems to enjoy that film. So I think about halfway through it, but regardless, uh, all right, before we get into what's actually on this episode of the show, I want to give a shout out to people who are tuning in live. Uh, Shio, welcome. Waka Chang says, oh, I didn't realize I need to see the new rest- Westworld. You don't need to see it because from the sounds of it, it sounds like you are caught up. Therefore, as you are aware, if you share the same sentiment as me, it's not that great anymore, but I'm kind of in a, where I was with Twilight. Like I have to kind of see where this goes at this point. You know what I mean? I, I have to finish this out. But yeah, see, uh, season four of Westworld started up last night. Um, it's on HBO and uh, watch it if you want to. Um, Winkler, what is up? He says, hey, brothers. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Um, and then Shio says, Rogue One is probably my favorite of them all. See, a lot of people share that sentiment, Shio. A lot of people share that sentiment. Um, and then Justin says, wait, who can stop a movie halfway through? That's serial killer vibes. Justin when I'm in the middle of building a play set for my kid in the backyard and it's hot as fucking balls out and I'm frustrated, I'm going to take a break, come down into my cool lower area of the home. And yeah, I put it on for about halfway through and then the wife needed me for something. No, I'm not, I'm not building it anymore. Justin, it's done now. It was done (laughs) as of Saturday over the weekend. We finished it on Saturday. You know, you, You've seen Rogue One, right? Already? Yes. Oh, so you, yeah. We've you know, seen it twice. You know how it all goes? Yes. So I got another spoiler warning here. It's something that I like about it. It's the first time you see a true sacrifice play, like, all the way through in Star Wars. Sure. Right? Like, on a large scale. Yeah. Wow. I also loved, I, I still believe that that is the best Vader scene that we've ever seen in a Star Wars film. Easily. Because one of my major complaints that I have, and I, I say this to Will every, all the time, the, my, one of my biggest gripes with uh, portraying Vader in the films, um, Kenobi notwithstanding, and I'm not going to spoil Kenobi. If you haven't watched it, please go watch it. The, the last two episodes are very good. Um, but I always tell Will that one of my biggest gripes with Star Wars films is that you don't really necessarily see Vader's real power. Like he's, he's usually reserved or you see something in like a quick burst. You don't see his just pure ass power. And the thing that I loved at the end of Rogue One is where how it leads basically directly into A New Hope. Yeah. Um, you get to see him be the absolute fucking badass monstrosity that he is. Yeah. And I, mean, I loved that. Keep in mind too, like with Vader, yeah. what the Emperor did is that that suit, is outdated. He purposely put old cybernetics in there. His new hand, it lags like from mind to hand. Like it, it lags. there's needles with, within his suit to, to that basically keep him in pain. 
so to fuel his hate and anger more. The, the, the emperor basically gave him this shit suit to, to, to keep him <laughs> mad. Palpatine's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my God. Um, like I said, Chio, no spoilers for uh, Kenobi here. It's like I said, the last two episodes are very good though. It definitely made the last, the, the other four worth it. Like by far. Um, all right. So with the movie talk out of the way, again, apologies. That's kind of how we started the show, but I really wanted Will to discuss that on the air because I thought it'd be hilarious. Thanks. Um, what is up, Katana? Welcome back. Good to see you as well. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? HCS Valencia is right around the corner. A recharge is removed from ranked and competitive while a fix is being worked on. The roster mania train shows no signs of stopping. Tournaments are announced and recapped. Rating uh, Halo Infinite based on what we have six months after release. This is going based off a Mint Blitz tweet that went out, and I kind of gathered some of the replies to that, and then I want to provide our thoughts as well. Um, that's kind of be like our faux topic for the week. I guess you could say MCC is getting a potential controversial update. So we'll talk about that shit. Um, the Minnesota rocker have some more work to do. Did you see what happened? The, the mutineers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, gears. Esports comes to an end, unfortunately. And envy is now officially optic. We need to cover the Envy logo now. It's no more. No, 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 no. We yeah. just have to show it loud and proud because you just can't basically get it anymore. Um, surprise, surprise for the rocker. Come on, Shio. There's a Come reason on, people spam choker in chat. Oh, we're bad. I know. We're playing. I know. All right. Well, without further ado, we'll talk about that later, but let's get into some competitive news. Update on HCS Orlando and Halo World Championship tickets. This is by Tashi, and this was last week. He said, tickets for the Halo World Championship and our HCS Orlando major are right around the corner. We are finalizing a, fi a few final details, but be sure to keep an eye on at HCS on Twitter for when it drops. We will release the details, which will include the date for when tickets drop, so you will not be surprised by it. And... um. As of recording, as of being live right now, I do not believe an updated statement has been provided yet. I know I have not seen anything. I yep. can do some Twitter research if you want to keep going. Yeah, so all I'm going to ask you to do, Will, is just have up the at HCS Twitter account, um, and then we can refresh periodically throughout the show to see if anything happens while we're recording live. Perfect. Awesome. So there is that. Um Ishii leaves HCS Grassroots. This is by Ishii. And again, if I'm mispronouncing, because I don't think I've ever learned how to correctly pronounce his name. Um, his name's Mike, but like, you know, tag and everything. So regardless, he states, left HCS Grassroots. Simply put, if I don't enjoy a game for months, I do not feel comfortable representing nor being associated with an official program of that game. That being said, thank you for everyone from Grassroots for the opportunity. Wish you the best of luck, and uh, hopefully you enjoy the game later because I can understand the frustration. Halo Data Hive update. This is by Halo Data Hive. He states, The infinite player page on Halo Data Hive has been updated so that you can see your complete service record, not broken down by season. But you'll still have the option to filter your stats by season two. So don't worry. You can still do that as well. Just love all the additional updates coming to that website. It's fucking awesome. Next up, the HCS Valencia talent has been announced. This is by the HCS. And we have Lottie as the host. And your casters include Bravo, Onset, Clutch, Gaskin, Scherzi, and Lethal. 
It's going to be a fucking banger of a weekend. Um, it starts on Friday this week, July 1st, and it runs through the weekend. We'll get obviously get to it in the upcoming turns of the week segment, but regardless, there is that. Um, and then the final competitive news story that we have, and again, I still don't believe an update has been given on this one either at the time of doing this live, but recharge has been removed from ranked in the HCS. This is by Halo Support and the HCS. Halo Support states the following. Due to a recently discovered exploit, the Halo Infinite team has deployed a backend update to temporarily remove the map Recharge from the Ranked Arena matchmaking playlist. Next, aka this week, because this was posted last week, a patch will fix the map's issue and Recharge will return. Stay tuned here for updates. Again, that is at the at Halo Support Twitter account. The uh, HCS Twitter account uh, said the following last week in response to this. Recharge will also be removed from this weekend's tournaments with a patch targeted for next, AKA this week. We anticipate recharge being back on the rotation for the upcoming EU regional in Valencia. Stay tuned to Halo support for the latest on the patch. And again, to my knowledge, as of doing this show right now, live an update has not been given. So I don't know if it's going to be included within the Tuesday reset. I don't know if it's just going to be a hot fix that's applied on the back end. Like it was removed. Who knows? This issue with recharge is such a weird one for me, right? Because those pillars move. They go down. Yes. If you stand in the, a pillar that's down, you don't get hit. Mm -hmm. But there's not like a wall you can climb upon there. There's no texture that blocks you from moving over that, but it blocks shots. You know what's funny to me? Who made Halo Infinite? This isn't a rhetorical question. I'm genuinely asking. What studio made Halo Infinite? 343. What studio made Halo 5? 343. What game has I, Torque? Torque. The map, Torque. I don't... I, I think Halo it's Torque, 5? isn't it? Torque? Yeah. The one with the pillars that go up and down, and you can stand on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the stasis it's version of that stasis. map. I remember stasis. Yeah. yeah that's Halo 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've dealt with pillars before that go up and down and you can shoot while on them and be shot at while on them. I'm just throwing a dig at three, four, three. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm glad they're fixing it. Okay. There's just a little dig, a little stab, you know, yeah. that's I'm just, all. I'm just wondering how does that happen in the code where there's not a physical wall there? There's nothing there, but yet it, shots are still being blocked while you're in that area. Uh, it just, it, they, I think they said it has to do something with, with the geometry of the pillar. And like the, it could be that now I'm not a game designer, but like when I think about it, I think of like, you have a, I'm just going to think of it in shapes. Right. And again, I'm not a game designer. I'm probably completely off base here, but, uh, so let's say the pillars are just, uh, large rectangles, yeah. right? Vertical rectangles. And when it goes down, it still keeps that geometry of the, of the entire, uh, rectangle. Right. So when it goes down and you're standing in there, you're like standing in that rectangle still. So it still feels like, Hey, this is still one piece. So no, you can't shoot through this. This is just an object that's on right. the map. But if, but my, my thing is, is if that's a solid piece yeah. and it's showing here, but you can stand here, why can't you like clamber up here? Oh, if sure. If you know, sure. Like I understand. What yeah. is, Cause you can pass through it. No problem. Absolutely. But, but bullets can't. Mm -hmm. I, don't know. I don't know. Very strange. I don't know. Um, Waka Chang says, are we taking bets on recharge never returning? No. And then uh, Shio says, no, nah, it has to come back there. They have no other maps to fill it in with. What do you mean? They're going to bring back Behemoth and fix it, guys. 
Come on. Get more uh, behemoth flag. They're going to fix behemoth, guys. That's what they said. They're going to fix it. They're <laughs> behemoth king of the hill. There we go. Get the fuck out of here. They with vehicles. They with <laughs> Don't, hate, don't you want to see Lucid I and Frosty everything. flying around in a Banshee in, in comp? I hate everything. And then Waka says, uh, I guess we're still in beta. The game never left beta. Um, <laughs> we've made that joke so many fucking times. Too. A, little, yeah, a little too much. It's just sad. Uh, but that's it for the competitive news. Um, I, I, I should have said before, it's like the officially the end, the end. Like I said, as of recording right now, no update has been made. So we don't know when the hot fix is going to be applied. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see, but it, it should be emphasis on should be this week, this week that we are recording the show, um, because they want to have it ready by Valencia, which is on starts on Friday. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. And then people are making jokes in the chat that launch site would be in competitive and you guys suck because launch sites a garbage ass map for four V four. Yes. I just don't, I don't like the map period. I feel like, because there are some instances where you'll just have vehicle advantage on the side, um, that doesn't have the literal launch site. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And that's a big swing right there. Well, they, um, they, get, they do give you a few things to counter it, like the amount of fusion coils on the other side. Sure. Um, you do get the sniper. But you're not guaranteed a skewer. And that, that'd no. be the one opportunity that I'd want a skewer on because of vehicles. Because sniper, as we already know, sniper bolts don't do a shit ton of damage to them. Yeah. It's just unfortunate is all. I just, I, I don't like the layout of that map. I Like like you mentioned, I think it's way too fucking big for 4v4. Um, but it's also too small for 12 V 12 BTB. It, I just hate that map. I can't stand it. I've been learning like different ways to maybe like traverse the map. That's been helping me out a little bit on it. Sure. But still not. Yeah. Overall, not a huge fan of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but that was actually it for the competitive news. It's time for your upcoming service of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your, Hey, Louis sports needs. Uh, daily tournaments. There's an added extra on here. Will so we have first blood UMG and now Z League daily tournaments. Check Z them out. League. Z League on Monday, June 27th. That's today. We have the esports arena series E event, which I believe is happening right now, and the H the HCS FFA series for Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, EU, and North America on Tuesday, June 28th. The Halo Rec League FFA series I think might conclude. With week six, Shio can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's six weeks and I believe it's week. No, no. Does it continue? Hold the fucking phone. Oh, seven weeks of qualifying. Oh, because there's, I see six weeks. Then you need to update that fucking spreadsheet, Shio. Okay. Because I see <laughs> six week tabs on there, not seven. God. Unbelievable that you provide me a resource that I can gather information from. Unbelievable. Our guy noticed that like an hour ago. You're welcome. It was me. I'm the guy. I'm your guy. I'm just kidding. But hey, I appreciate it regardless. I the I really want to hit the point home. I appreciate the spreadsheet because that goes far and above and beyond what others would. So thank you. Um, on Wednesday, June 29th, the Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4 and the return 
of the Calgary Halo Wild Wild West 2v2s. They're back, baby. All right, get hyped. On uh, Saturday, July 2nd, we have the Sweet Bunny 4s co-ed 2v2 tournament day one. And then Friday, July 1st through Sunday, July 3rd, we have the HCS EU Regional at DreamHack of Valencia. And I'm super excited to see what happens there because there have been some shakeups and some rosters on that front. So who knows if Ascend will continue their dominance. All I know is that it's Respectful's Revenge Tour. And he could very well bring that Ascend group to another win. Um, That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. And maybe buy some of their merch too. Show Maddie some love. Or, you know, hop in his DMs and say, fuck you. And say it's from me. There we go. There you go. Well, what do we got next? Roster Media! Hang on, I forgot to write down the timestamp. How dare you? Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, some Roster Mania. We'll start off with uh, a Dexterto article. Did you add an extra T in there? Dexterto. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing over here. I just wish um, they I wish they'd rename themselves because it's just difficult to say. Anyway. Okay, before you read this, yeah. I just want to say, and I'll provide my thoughts after the fact, but I just want to say, duh. Go ahead. Face Clan's Halo side is set to pick up Wantaway, Cloud9 star Jonathan Renegade Willette, whose move to HCS Kansas Winners Sentinels fell through over buyout disagreements. According to Dexterto's sources, that transfer fell through as Sentinels failed to meet the Cloud9's valuation of Renegade, which was in excess of $400,000. In excess of $400,000. Why? I don't believe that. So, we can take everything with a grain of salt because, I mean, we don't know who the sources are in this, regardless. Um... But the point that I wanted to say duh to was, well, if you can't go to Sentinels and you don't want to be on cloud nine, where the fuck else are you going to go? If you want an opportunity to win. And I'm not, now we know phase is kind of in a, I mean, phase is a dumpster fire for being completely honest with ourselves, but uh, especially now with booby doobies free agency uh, statement, so on and so forth. Um, and now I, I've seen all these, I've seen all these like, Oh, these dream rosters of what it could be. Sure. But like, realistically speaking, optic ain't picking your ass up. And I mean, I wouldn't expect them to, but then again, I was wrong on the pistola front. So who the fuck knows over here? But if I was optic, I wouldn't be picking renegade up as much as a great player as he is. And he's a phenomenal player. Do not get me wrong. I, I wonder because formals played with renegade. Yeah. Lucid's I've seen scrim with renegade. Both of them have scrimmed with renegade. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is a next year type thing. Could be. Like where they're like, let's see if he fits the formula here. I mean, I've we've we've said it so many times off the air where it's just in conversation where what if we are in a state where the organizations just get to a point where they're not going to pay for the players anymore and they're just going to wait. And if, if all of these players are under one-year contracts, we don't know what contracts they're under. But hypothetically speaking, if all of these players are under one-year contracts, then... I, I can totally, we've talked about this. We can totally see an instance where 
It just gets to the end of the first season after the first worlds of Halo Infinite. And then we see a massive change because all these contracts are now, uh, all the contracts are up. There's no more buyouts that have to be dealt with. It's just players can go wherever they see fit and form new rosters, sign new contracts, whatever it may be. Again, I don't know if they're under year-long contracts or not. I think we've seen instances where they are, um, but maybe not all of them. But regardless, that's like there comes a point in time where we're already six months into the release of this game. Worlds is in October, and you really think that buying out a player, getting him on your roster is going to make you viable to win the entire thing come Worlds? It could happen. Don't get me wrong. It definitely could. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So if if the $400,000 buyout is real or in excess of $400,000, I want to know how that price was set. Well, you got to look what the Worlds is around the corner. Yeah. Worlds is around the corner in October. That, that prize pool is a million dollars. A million starting. Yeah. And then that's without crowdfunding. Without crowdfunding. So. Crowdfunding will be included if I'm not mistaken. If Renegade is the top player available and you're looking at moving up in prize pool bracket as a team. Yeah. It could be worth it. But at this point, I don't see that because that's like the whole prize pool. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, one team's probably going to walk away with half a million dollars. The next, Mm -hmm. what, 350 so on. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. If the if the in excess of 400 grand is correct, FaZe would be a company that in my opinion could buy it because they are I mean, they're looking to go public like as a company. Yeah. FaZe Clan is looking to go public as a company. Um but like and, and Sentinels I don't know who their owner is. Like, I don't know who owns that organization. They're big, though. They they got, to me, they got really big in a really short amount of time. Because, like, if you think about it, they signed that Halo, they signed the Halo team, which was winning world championships, but Halo was still not big. Like, because it was Halo five times. And then they signed that Valorant roster, which won Masters Reykjavik, um, like the first... The first Valorant LAN, they won. Then they dropped off a cliff after that. But like, I don't, I don't know. If if Chad has any idea, please chime in by all means. It's like I just don't. It would. I don't know. The CEO of Sentinels is the former vice president of Paramount, of Paramount Pictures. Never mind. He has the money too. I would assume he has four hundred thousand dollars. You would think. I don't know if it's just chilling, but like, <laughs> I would imagine he has 400 grand. It's just the whether or not, because then I think about it, right? If if his buyout was in fact in excess of $400,000, Halo Infinite is not doing so hot right now. You know what I mean? And if I was, if I was a business person, like if I was an organization looking at this, do I want to invest another 400 grand in a player for an eSport that may not uh, unless this is, he's under a multi-year contract. He could be, like I said, I don't, we don't know. We don't know. Don't know. Cause then if you, if you stretch that over two to three years, 
Yeah. Right? That that kind of makes more sense. Yeah. If you're going like to win 100 grand a year? Yeah, if you're going to win multiple majors or whatever with that for that kind of money, sure. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I don't fucking know. We don't know anything about these contracts. When I saw that number though, that was like a big like At first though, that's a big that's a big sticker shock value for me. I think and like this is nothing to take away from Renegade because I think, like I said, I think he's a phenomenal player. And I don't know what other players are valued at in the terms of their of their buyout. You know what I mean? Like how does how does a Renegade compare to a Lucid, to a um, to a Royal Two, to to uh, a King J? You know what I mean? Like right. And do these like? And I know King J is a free agent. Are these evaluations set? Right. Or are these evaluations fluid throughout the year? Right. That's, I, I wish we had that context. I wish we did. Sentinels was formerly Phoenix One, which was a North American League team. No shit. That's crazy. I had no idea. All right. Should we move on with yeah, social media? Absolutely. Please do. Next story here Lucendi Gaming acquires Swedish Vikings Halo roster. So this is now going to be Beatley, Hercules, Catchy. And MC versus Arbiter. Indeed. Um, Ma, Ma, bring, blah, blah, Ma heading back to COD for Modern Warfare 2. I think it's Mo. Mo, Ma, let us know. Nice. As of right now, I plan on returning back to COD for Modern Warfare 2, he says on Twitter. Want to finish this Halo season with a bang. If you're, if you're unemployed and want to grind to qualify for Worlds, hit me up. Not me, uh, him, him, this Mo, ma, however you say it. Good luck. All right. And then uh, as we've been doing over the last few weeks, we'll touch on the post Kansas city roster mania mega thread by Maddie rums. We have a few changes. Noobcombo.com. A few confirmations coming through this week. Yes. So Envor is now a free agent from fanatic. I'll more to talk about that in just a second. After you get through the rest yep. of it uh, from EU riots. Zuh. Batchford and Disarray have all gone to Scorched Hand? Is this like a combination of, I don't know. It is a, like, think about like a subsidiary of Black Hand. Interesting. Like it's. Like Black Hand's the parent company to this team? Yeah, basically. All right. It's weird. All right. But that does it for Rostermania this week. Um, okay. You to touch on the Envoy thing. Yeah, I want to touch on the Envoy thing. So, um, we talked about it a little bit in the Discord as well. But, uh, so Envoy is easily the best person, the best player on Fnatic, uh, or formerly was the best player on Fnatic. Um, and part of me can't help but feel as though... Remember last week where we talked about the ending of the game early because of a supposed controller issue, but nothing really nothing really pointed to that being the thing? Yeah, they were saying you couldn't jump or whatever. But yeah, but it wasn't said until the very end. Yeah. Um, Envor was the one that ended that game. Uh, and you can see that when you watch the clip of him doing that, it visibly looked like he didn't want that to happen. Like, after he ends the game... Like he has this look of like astonishment on his face. Like what the fuck? 
Like you, you see, you literally see him like take a back a little bit and like shake his head. Like what? Yeah. Um, so I, I said it in discord as well. If I, if I were him and now I, we don't know the full scenario of what happened. We, we don't, we could only speculate on what we saw. And I did that last week, but if there was some shady shit going on in the team that I was a part of, and I, I would hope that he takes the high ground on that and is like, no, I can't fight. I'm not doing this shit anymore. And, uh, again, I, I don't want to speak for him. I don't know why this decision was made. Um, but the fact of the matter is I still believe he was the best player on that team. A lot of people share that sentiment and I would, I hope that he gets picked up by some team, um, looking to make an actual run because it just seemed like that team was always stuck in that, in those seven, eight spots. Yeah. You know, can agree. never, never looked like they could get out of there. It was always the, it was always like the fanatic space station battle, you know? So who knows what's going to happen there, but fanatic wishing you, I mean, ugh, not fanatic Envor wishing you the best of luck in the future. Hopefully you get picked up by six squad. Um, you deserve it. And I'll, I'll, again, I can't speak for you and I don't know the entire situation behind what happened as to why you're entering free agency. But if it was because your teammates were being shitters, then props to you for stepping up. Go ahead. Will. Oh, it's, it's good. It's all, uh, it's all she wrote for that. Should we move on to some scrim recaps? Scrim recaps. Oh. Sick. All right. Um, I think I have one. I do. I have one. Um, so again, if you want all scrims in your specific region, or if you're looking for personal statistics from your Halo Infinite service record, regardless of season, you can head over to halodatahive.com for all your Halo statistical needs. But on Thursday, June 23rd, there was a scrim that took place I want to briefly hit on. Uh, G1 went up against Cloud9. Cloud9, again, featuring Bound instead of Renegade. And uh, again, scrims do not mean everything or anything, really. A scrim's a scrim. Just think of it as like some practice, okay? But uh, G1 beat them 10-6. to six. So hmm. now that's not indicative of how G1 did in the recent open series event, which we'll talk about later, but just want to point that out there. Seems like some progress is being made. You like to see that. It's good to see. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think G1 had boo-boo at that time as well. I think. Okay. That's the only scrim that I wanted to discuss briefly because nothing else really popped out to me. Um, but, Will, if you wouldn't mind going through the tournament league recaps that happened over the last week. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with the Halo Rec League FFA Series number two results, and these are your week five leaders. In 10th place, we have Big Dog. Tied for seventh, we have Deedle, Leaf, and Vicious Vance. Sixth is Steph Slaps. Fifth, uh, Snake HT. Fourth is Bane. Third, uh, Hades. Second, Golden Guy. And first, Generic. So we're five weeks through, have two weeks left to go. Not one, but two. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that yet again. I appreciate it. We'll then move on to the HCS FFA series, 
We'll start with Australia and New Zealand. In fourth place was Berserk. Third, Scoobmeister. Second, Slays. And first, Sways. Out of Mexico for the FFA series. And fourth is Nugget. Third, uh, Guriloco. Second, is it uh, Accio FPS? And then first, Tapping Buttons. From EU, fourth was Woofs, Woffs, however, uh, yeah. Third, uh, Boodster. Second, Eastwood. And first, MC versus Arbiter. And then out of North America for the fr- free-for-all series, in fourth place was Mortality. Third, uh, mm. you know, you know what that is. Do I? Oh, Anakin RX. Yes! Thank you. Like, what are you reading? Uh, second was Burton. First was OG Halo Noob. Next up, the Esports Arena Series E results. For last week, not this week. For, yeah, because another one took place yesterday, right? Today. Today. Oh, yeah. Today. Literally today. Today. Also, what's up, Epic? Welcome to the live show. In fourth place, we had Team Z Pressure. Third place, McFind. Second, CN. And first was Torrent, which included Filthy G, uh, Perzelli, Hotshot Ghost, and Piggy. So congrats to them. Next up, we have Padia, Circuit Split 2. In fourth place was Push and P. <laughs> Third was Grippy Socks Girls. Second, Pink Omen. And first went to Queen Divine, which, uh, if you can guess it, was Queen and Divine Damsel. This is a 2v2 series, for those who did not know. Next up, the HMK Ultimate Weapon Open. And here we go. In fourth place was Alter Esports. Third, Leave No Witness. Second was CN. And first, the Pittsburgh Knights taking it. If you don't remember who they are, it's Pool Drift. Why is Drift listed twice? Pool, Drift, Atso, and Tapping Buttons. <clears throat> you know who to... <clears throat> Maddie. Yeah, you know who to blame on that. Paylu Drift Drift. Drift Drift. <laughs> Next up. Drift Drift. Skirt Skirt. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not You know what? Before you continue, I, I looked this up. Before you continue, I looked this up. Will, did you know what Push and P meant? Like pushing product, right? No. No, that's what we were told on stream the other day. So uh, supp- apparently, appa- and I don't know how true this apparently, is. Apparently. <laughs> Actually. I've never been on live TV before. Oh, my God. Um, so apparently this was developed through Gunna posting about pushing P online prior to the song's release. P stands for player but means to push positivity and keep it real. Um, oh. the It's primarily used in a positive way. If you wake up to a beach view, that's P. If you spend thousands on a Rolex watch, that's P. So you're pushing P. You're pushing positivity. Yeah. Okay. Man, sure. is that not what I thought that was. Someone, if that's so, correct. Someone in our chat said, like, pushing product, which made me that think, made, like, you were doing work, right? Sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know, man. Next tournament. Bossing here. up your bitch is P. <laughs> this is fun. Please stop reading now. <laughs> this is fun. I'm 30 years old. This is awesome. 
I feel don't, I, don't make me hit feel, that mute my, button. I feel like I'm 18 again. Oh, okay. this, this is wonderful. Well, hello there, fellow kids. Holy shit. All right, next tournament. Telespes, Japan, Kirakuni. 4v4 tournament results. I don't know if I said that right, but I tried. You got through. The, oh, God. Good luck with yeah, that's why some I, of these. See, fourth fourth place, one shot, boys. Third place, uh, Fanaru Ja Jimento. Second, Motivation Checker. And first, Moro no Kimi. Uh, and that included... Gotta zoom in. Uh, Most 64, Monmiko, uh, PD21, and Zephyr itself. <laughs> Waka's like they call meth P here, so that's hilarious. Oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> Isn't meth considered a downer? Meth's not an upper, is it? I don't know. Let's go back to dare class, everybody. Is is meth an upper or a downer? I don't know drug? if I should Google this right now. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Your Google search history is so fucked. Mine's what's pushing P. Yours is method upper or a downer. First thing that pops up, national helpline. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's a smart move. Meth is the upper. I thought you like felt like absolute fucking dog shit afterwards, though. So, so well, like, maybe it's like it has an initial crazy up. Well, no, that no, that makes sense because. And then back, this has a terrible crash. Uh, back in World War II. Uh, All Ger- uppers are compared to meth. Go ahead. Back in World War II, Germany had these like, they were like, I, I don't know, maybe they're like gum sticks or whatever, but they literally had meth in them without knowing. And they gave them to their soldiers to keep going because it would just keep them. Like you, you can stay up for hours. Like so would they then get addicted to meth? Yes, but they would stay up for... What the fuck? There was a reason there was such a burnout of the German army at the end because they, they would stay up for days on this stuff Holy pushing forward. Holy Oh, my God. Tool says, I come in and all I hear is absolute dog shit. No, World War II. What the fuck you guys on about? No, meth? What the fuck? We're t- uh, look, we it, there was a team... Okay, Tools. First off, welcome. Second off... The team pushing P. The team pushing P. He wasn't here for it. I don't want to go backwards. No, just, just hold get on. here earlier, man. Oh, get <laughs> fucked, bro. It's from the Padia Circuit Split 2 tournament. There's a team called Pushing P. And so I'm like, did we ever figure out what Pushing P meant? And then you said we were told that it was Pushing Product. <laughs> I looked it up, and apparently Gunna said it's about pushing positivity. And then we got into the topic of meth. Because... Uh, was it Waka Chang? Waka Chang says P stands for meth where he's from. Yeah. So, so the conversation devolved from yeah. that. It's just about pushing P, nothing more. Yeah. But I didn't know what that meant because I'm old. <laughs> yeah. We're, so there, we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah. We can move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> All good. The next tournament, I buy power infinite all-stars. In fourth place was Team Flame Sword. Third, Team Swish. Second, Team Boobadoo. First place is Team Falcator, which included Falcator, Frosty, Renegade, and Trippy. It's a beast roster. That there. is. Also, got to give a shout out to Team Boobadoo, um, because that was Boo Diagram, Avenue, and Suppressed, and they beat out Snakebite, Royal Two, King J, 
Ryan Noob, Envor, um, Tolik, Gilkey, Sab, Bound, Druck, Eco, Stellar, beat out all of them. Yeah. So good to fucking them, bro. Uh, Justin says, going to be completely honest, left to make soup, came back to a combo about meth and wasn't surprised at all. That's just ACS Pro Talk, baby. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, man. We are all over the place. There's a reason why we have an explicit warning when you select our show in your favorite podcast services, oh. AKA pocket cast, not oh. sponsored. Also a reason we have an off the rails emote. It's a true statement. We do <laughs> we have just an off the rails emote. Go crazy. We talk about meth. Don't, Don't do <laughs> drugs. Holy shit. I'm, I'm pissed at myself that we never said that during the whole conversation. Don't do drugs. Don't. Holy shit. Don't. God, you can smoke weed all you fucking want. I'm not going to judge you on that shit. Just don't do drugs, please. Go ahead, Will. Smiles 10K Invitational. This happened today, by the way. All right, let's um, let's go through this. Fourth place, Team Elamite. Third place, Team Ace. I, I should. These are some pretty notable names. I should go through these ones. Yeah, this was a. Uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, uh, there team, were captains so, and so on. So forth. Team Elamite. In fourth place was Elamite, Ryan Noob, Formal, and Hotshot Ghost. Mm-hmm. Team Ace in third. Ace suppressed Boobadoo Sab. Second, Team Snakebite. Snakebite, Lucid, King J, and Royal Two. And first was Team Trippy, which was Trippy, Frosty, Renegade, and Falcated. So I was surprised that Lucid's team with Royal 2 and Snakebite came in second. I thought that was going to be pretty dominant. But then you do have Frosty, Renegade, Trippy, and Falcated who have all proven themselves as well. And won the I Buy Power If It at All Stars tournament just earlier. See you later, Tools. Have a great cast in the Esports Arena Series E tournament. Enjoy. Best believe that shit. Get in there, man. All right. On to some open series. Mm. Wonderful. Are we ready? Oh, I'm fucking ready. From Australia, New Zealand, in fourth place was Dequavius Bone. This included Scoobmeister, Zoo, Jax, and Divinity. <laughs> Jax. You know, if just in third was Final Form. Uh, Jordan Jr., Benji, and Lolly. Second went to Dire Wolves, Bald, Dino, Vamped, and Zirkle. And first went to Divine Mind, once again, Swayze, uh, Shrekman, Rated, and Plasma. The Open Series for Mexico. Fourth place, Grilty. Uh, Danny Knight, Draginak, Reaper Rips, and Hermjelp. Third was CN. Johan MC, Bullet, Magico, and Guardian. Second, Leave No Witness, Gambino, Strikey, Roach, and Noble. And first, Pittsburgh Knights, Tapping Buttons, Pool, Atso, and Drift. Open series for North America. This is fun. Yeah. I feel like I should go through all of these. Feel free to, if you'd like because, to. Because, yeah, yeah. Seventh, eighth complexity. Again, that is now Monster, Vetra, Hysteria and Carmea. I guess it's always been that, right? Yeah. They haven't had any ro- they, roster uh, no, changes. They, they had. They did. They did. They okay. did have a roster change. Gotcha. Uh, the hand, breaking shot, uh, Vacity? 
Rhett the Sweat. That's a decent name. Yeah. And Sylvanic. In fifth, six, G2 Esports. Straight Sick, Gilkey, Rami, and Sab. And then built by gamers. Minds, Bohm, Nemesis, and Aperture. In fourth place was Luminosity, Neuronical, Fluriously, Gold Star BR, and Cycle. Third place, gamers first. Squalai, Boobadoobo, Swish, and Predevinator. Uh, second, Space Station, Ace, Collect, Suppress, and Tylenol. And first went to KCP, Tolik, Soul Snipe, Druck, and Manny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you got? So first and foremost, uh, Collect is easily the best player on Space Station. I, I don't think that's any competition whatsoever there. He was popping off for a few it, games. It, it's funny, too, because he's like, with the amount of shit that he's had to deal with yeah. on that roster, and he just shows the fuck out. Um, it's like, uh, it reminds me of, you know, re- relating back to normal sports. It's yeah. like sometimes when a player knows he's not going to be on the team the next year, he shows out in that final season to get somewhere else or get another contract. Right. If, if anything, this only helps him as more teams look at him. Yeah. If he keeps playing that way for sure. Yep. Now, granted now we, we know what he's said and since deleted on Twitter in terms of like his frustrations as to how things were handled on the space station side of things, but we still don't know hundred percent if he necessarily wants out, right? He hasn't explicitly said so. Therefore we can't, we can't say that he has or that he wants to. Um, all I'll say is that like we just mentioned, this is only helping his chances in my opinion um, of him being seen as like, this could be a game changing piece on our roster. Now, here's the other thing, though, that I want to hit home. I think I know where you're going with this. But. Yes. And this is why um, this is why the title of this episode is uh, Open Series Overreactions. Um, so I don't know if you thought this is where I'm going to go with this, but regardless. Uh, so Will and I were watching this uh, tournament take place. Um, and also a big shout out to the LVT guys for putting on the broadcasts for these, because these are not officially streamed by the HTS. This is put on by the wonderful folks over at LVT productions. Um, go follow them on Twitch, Twitter, all the fun shit. Um, Waka says they should be looking to rebuild around him. I mean, I said it before and I'll say it again. I think Ace and Ela might need to go. That's I've said it before and I'll probably say it till the cows come home if they ever do. But there's that. Uh, okay. These open tournament, these open series tournaments, they really aren't meant for much to me other than like just some placings and then you have your super coming up that's online as well. Like this isn't, the, this isn't indicative of what's going to happen in a land environment. Not every team, not every top team is competing in these events as well. And then Will and I made the joke when the grand finals happened of this open series where KCP went up against space station and we made the joke. So if, if space station loses to KCP, does that mean space station still is only a top eight team because KCP are a top six team and they've yet to improve past that. And lo and behold, Space Station lost, what was it, 4-1 or 3-1? Yeah. Yeah, in the grand final. Um, so I yeah, I joked that Space Station is still only a top eight team. 
Now, last week we gave credit where credit was due for Space Station because credit was due to them. Absolutely 100%. Um, but the fact of the matter is, again, these are only online tournaments that really feel like they're meant to fill the void while we lead up to Orlando in September. That's the next land for North America. And it's a major, which means all regions in the HCS are invited. And that's in September. And then we have worlds literally a month later in October. So while I do think space station have been semi improving and KCP are where they always are. And gamers first looks like they're improving a little bit as well. Testing out that boo-boo-doo-boo on that roster, whatever it may be. Luminosity taking fourth. Good for them. G2 really falling flat in this event. But this is not indicative of a LAN environment. This was a online weekly thing where not all the top teams are competing. I don't want people to overreact to this. When Collect is dropping 40 bombs in games thinking that this is going to be a consistent thing in every single tournament that he's a part of. I'm not saying it can't happen. And God, I wish the kid the absolute best. I want him to drop 50 every fucking game. That'd be insane. The storylines around that would be amazing. And that kid would soar. It is a phenomenal player. It's a great up and coming rising star, but I just want people to keep, their expectations in check. Bring those emotions back in. I'm a very emotional person as well. Like, especially when talking about this franchise, very emotional. Let's bring those emotions back in. Okay. Let's wait. Let's wait at least until the super. Okay. Because I don't, we still don't know if every team's going to be, be going to be competing in the super. And then if they're not, then let's wait, I, God forbid, let's wait until Orlando. Because there's only so many seats at the top. There are only so many seats at the head of the table. Okay? And unless space stations show up on land, there's still a top eight team to me. Now, maybe that changes. Maybe that opinion changes. Because phase is a dumpster fire. United is, for lack of a better term, a dumpster fire. And realistically, those were your top four. Right? Leading up past KC, those were your top four. Cloud9, uh, well, actually, it was, I mean, you have to include Sentinels in there. And now Sentinels are going through a little bit of a spat because of the lethal situation. So what you have cloud nine optic because optics still haven't beaten cloud nine on a land. True. So I'm, I'm still putting cloud nine above them, regardless of the renegade situation. So you have cloud nine optic sentinels. Um, then again, sentinels could be considered on top because they just won KC handily. I might add regardless. Those are your three right there, right? Who takes fourth? You always had a United or phase there. Right? 
United were a consistent top four finish. Yeah. Now with their roster debacle, who the fuck knows? But let's, let's just say that they do kind of implode. Then I would put KCP there. I would put KCP in that fourth spot there because we don't know. We don't know what phase is doing. We literally have no idea. Yeah. Which leaves. So does that mean space station bumps up to a top six? I mean, looking at phase, if they're, if they truly are bringing on renegade, it is now snipe. Falcated and renegade. Yep. And they still need a fourth. They would still need a fourth who that's why the, the boo-boo drop surprised me. Yeah. Yep. So now here's the other thing too, though. He's seeking, he's a restricted free agent. Okay. So he's still on the roster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for all intents and purposes, what could happen and Maddie, I'll read your joke in a second, but like for all intents and purposes, what boo-boo could do is if they somehow get renegade before Orlando, right? They somehow get renegade before Orlando, then maybe just maybe Instead of looking for your fourth, you talk to Boo Boo. Bring him back. I mean, you could bring him back. He's a restricted free agent. He's looking right now. Yeah. No team has signed him yet, to our knowledge. And if if I was him, and now again, I don't know the situation on that roster, right? And I can't speculate like what the ongoings in that group are. But if I were him, and as long as not every bridge has been burned. Again, this is speculating, but if I was him, if I were in his shoes and not every bridge was burned and I still have relationships with the players, he still loves Falcated. We know that it's his duo. Yep. And you get renegade in there. Then maybe you're like, you know what? I, I made myself a free agent on good terms. Uh, based off statements that he said, it was nothing against phase phase has been nothing but great to him. Then maybe he goes back there and he's like, you know what guys? We got renegade. If that, if that ever fucking happens before Orlando, we got renegade. Let's finish this year out strong and let's fucking fight for it. Because that could still be a top four team. Yeah. Which drops KCP back into the fucking fifth, sixth spot, which leaves space station in the top eight spot. So unless something happens in a land environment, this is what I'm, this is the whole fucking point of this. Unless something happens in a land environment, space station still a top eight team and nothing's going to change there. KCP still a top six team and nothing's going to change there. And I have literally nothing against those teams. I want to see them improve. I want to see them do better. God knows they have the fucking passion to do so. And they have the skill. I mean, collect has the skill and KCP has the skill as well, but like, I want to see them do better, but unless I see it on land, they're staying where they are. I can't say they're going to do better unless they do. Now, we're we're a long ways out to Orlando, Will. We're a long ways out to our pre-show. We're a long ways out until real predictions are made. But if I were to choose right here, right now, and if I'm taking into consideration the phase bullshit and the United bullshit, then I guess I bump KCP up a tier, and maybe I bump Space Station up a tier, but if Elamite's talking about how we, we, we're going to prepare, we're, if, as long as we just do well at Worlds, you ain't fucking winning it. So I don't see that happening at all. It's also hard to do predictions this early based on pools. You never know which team's going to end up where right now. Absolutely. We don't know who all of the qualified teams are going to be. Like, yeah, we, we have no idea. 
as to what's going to happen. But like, I mean, shit, we don't know if barcodes coming over here, you know, right? <laughs> we, don't, we don't know anything about any of that right now. Who knows? It's like, there's, there's so much other shit. And then Maddie said, uh, no, fuck you, Josh team collect baby. I, I think the kid has immense talent and that's the thing is that he's still learning. He's still growing. And it really felt like he was kind of done dirty on that space station roster based off of things that have happened prior. Um, I want to see the kids succeed. And like, like Waka said, they should be building around him. And I, I said the same thing about Tylenol. As a matter of fact, like I thought they should be building around Tylenol when that initial roster was made, right? When space station was announced. Um, but no, I said they need to get rid of AC Nelamite and I still believe they do. Like, I, I, I don't doubt their passion for the game. Don't get me wrong. I still think they're fine players. I mean, Elamite the coach, obviously, but like, it just still irks me. And I, again, I love the passion of like, we, as long as we can, as long as we play, as long as we perform at worlds, like, bro, reel in the expectations. Come on. Cause he ain't fucking winning it. <laughs> There's no way. See, I just don't want people overreacting to these weekly open series events when they're online. Not all teams are competing. Not all rosters are completed. It's not on LAN. Yeah. And they don't mean much in the grand <clears throat> scheme of things. No. I get it. It's it's fun to watch your team win or place well at a uh -huh. tournament. So enjoy it for what it is. Mm -hmm. But that's just it. Keep it at what it is. Keep it at what it is. And if Space Station come out at Worlds and and fucking even take second. Yeah. Well, I was while you were going through that, I was like, what if they have like the secret to Halo Infinite? You know, like they know the perfect strats and whatnot, and they're just not showing it. They're keeping it all in until Worlds where they can surprise everyone. But it's called a Kronos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're they they're not cheating. Yeah. Um I highly doubtful, but we're going to have to make a personal bet when worlds comes for our predictions. And like, I'll do like a, I'll take a shot of hot sauce or something. If space station takes second or whatever, like just something stupid like that. And I'm not, I'm not talking to bomb. Okay. Let's calm down here. I'm not talking to bomb. I'm not, nothing. Ta I'm not talking. I said nothing. I'm just saying, I see you stroking your shit. I'm not fucking mm. No. But, uh, no, I think it'd be fun to do, like, a, a funny, stupid bet, like, against myself, you know? it's Yeah. Like, I, like an eating my own shoe type of thing, but I'm not going to fucking eat my own shoe. Like, but if Space the Station Crocs. do... It, duh, the Crocs. It, if Space Station performs well, then Josh does something. That's sure. basically what I'm getting at. All right. I'm down with that. Okay. And again, we'll, we'll make real predictions as we get actually closer to the fucking event in October. Um... Hell, I'll, I'll even, I might even do something like that for Orlando. Because I want them to do better. I really, really do. The yeah, storylines sure. that would come out of it would be amazing. And I guess with all this, with all these shakeups, yeah. you never really know what's going to happen no. now. 
No. And we, we, like we said, we don't, we still don't know if Shady's coming over. We still don't know if Barcode's coming over. We still don't know um, where, if anywhere, Rami's going to land, where, if anywhere, King Jay's going to land. Um, Collect is going to land. Boo Boo going to land. Renegade, Spartan. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, man. Yeah. It's the wild, wild west. <laughs> like Calgary Halo, bringing them back. Oh, crazy. All right. Is it time to now move on to our topic? Yeah. Our like faux topic of the week, because I really didn't have anything else to add here, but, um, mint blitz put out a tweet and asked, uh, rate halo infinite out of 10. And so, uh, I looked through all the responses. Um, and I pulled out some of like, uh, like, friends of the show, um, Beth being a listener as well, just want to pull those out. And then I went through and I kind of looked like a, it did an overall of what I've seen. Then we can provide our thoughts as well. You know, fuck it. Why not? Sure. We're six months in. We're yeah. We're ba- We're like a little over six months into the release of the game. And I'm taking, I'm taking into consideration when the game released on December 8th. Okay, so not November 15th or whatever it was. The pre-release. Yep, so the, the actual early. release of the game on December 8th, yeah. um, 2021, to now. So we're roughly six months in from the release. And uh, this is what people had to say. So High Tech Redneck Beth uh, said the following. In its current state, three out of ten. If and when we get more ranked playlists, eight out of ten. If and when we, they fix desync, stability, etc., 9.5 out of 10. As someone who's only ever played, or as someone who's only ever enjoyed ranked and felt like the variety of ranked playlists uh, was that made Halo special for me, only having one playlist to play makes it hard to put Infinite anywhere higher currently. But I love the gameplay itself, love the changes they made to Oddball and King of the Hill, and don't mind most of the maps, except for Launch Site and Behemoth. And the BTB maps, forgot about those since I typically avoid BTB. I literally just need more ranked lists. Uh, Beth, launch site and behemoth. Yeah, they're god fucking awful. Um, so yeah, three out of ten right now until more ranked playlists get added, if they ever do. Nighty night, um, of LVT said, "I love it. Eight point nine, but could be so much more. The massive delays and fixes and severe lack of content holding it back big time. It's missing so much." Late Night Gaming said the following, I'd probably give the game a 5 out of 10 at the moment. Compared to Bungie-era Halo titles, uh, and even Halo 5 at the moment, it's incredibly shallow as a Halo package. The amount of content and features it's missing is nothing short of head-scratching, and the lack of polish hurts too. Uh, And then Kevin Cool X states, Campaign, 9.5 out of 10, a beautiful, expansive world with so much to do. Sandbox on full display and story finally feels true to Halo. And then a multiplayer, 4 out of 10. Great gameplay, fun maps, downsides, lack of service record, lag compensation, ranked multiplayer, not rewarding. And then as for others, I just scrubbed through the majority of them. And uh, I saw a lot of middle scores, uh, 5s and 6s. And then a good amount of 7s as well is what I'd say. So kind of middle, middle to upper middle, um, putting emphasis on the lack of multiplayer offerings. I saw a lot of praise for the campaign. Um, and then saw a lot of, uh, what the fuck detractors for the multiplayer. Sure. So will we're six months into the release of the game. If you were to give infinite 
a rating out of 10. You're a professional video games reviewer. <laughs> and as a live service model, because oh. their outlets do this, outlets do do this. As live service games continue, like No Man's Sky continually got updated reviews, so on and so forth. So as a live service title six months into the release of the game, Will, as a professional video game reviewer for HCSProTalk.com, oh, how would you rate, out of 10, Halo Infinite? Oh, on the spot, huh? On the spot, baby. This is all off the top because I had no prior knowledge to this topic. <laughs> um, that's how we do the show. That's how we do it. Yep. Off the cuff. Man. So do I have to set like personal aside here and think of it like overall in the game? No, this world? is a personal opinion. This is a personal opinion. What would you rate it? You already know there's going to be people out there that hate you and love you for your opinion. So it doesn't even fucking matter. It is your you opinion. Know, what do you feel? Oh, here's the thing with me. I will personally, I will give it like a 6.9 for fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, 6.9. And the reason being is why, yes, a lot of these other games have more content and whatnot. I try not to think of infinite as live service model because kind of not um it's more like here are your season it's advertised as such here are your season rewards to work through much like mcc like no one ever called mcc a live service model but yet they still had battle pass updates you could call them a battle pass you really could because it's play to get points to unlock these items mm -hmm. um but the thing is, is playing so playing call of duty apex and all, all these other modern, whatever, I already said that, uh, Rainbow Six, there's like, there's too much for me in those games. It's the return to a simple form that I like. Going back to 4v4, knowing your starting weapon, this, this is what's on the map, these are the areas to move to. I've really enjoyed that. Um, you know, I don't have to play a game for, of Call of Duty for 20 hours to unlock a freaking barrel attachment that then make gets me the meta gun. You know, I, I just didn't like doing that anymore. Um, and I, I do enjoy the ranked experience, put a BR in my hand. I'm having fun. The rest of it, not so much, but that's just me personally. There's a lot of other people who love the social modes and the AR starts and the mm -hmm. pistols. So I like it for what it is. Uh, the, the, the score comes down due to, I would say, the issues it's had with, like, the battle pass and all that, I don't really care about that. It's technically free if you don't want to pay for it, like the, the premium or whatever. Like, you don't have to have cosmetics to play the damn game. Correct. You don't need to. Um, the points come down in, like, the issues with desync, the BR jam issue all these bugs and i know we're still in the six, first six months which it seems like it's been so much longer it's I, yeah i don't feel like we're only six months into into a game i feel like we're years is that a good or bad thing it's probably a bad thing it, it feels like both it's like it's because it, it feels like years that's a bad thing but also at the same time it's like well it's only been six months so they have, they have time to improve that's it. There's been, there's been so much 
that's come out that that have just caused issues and waves and all this and yeah there's been so much negativity around the game yeah but realistically it's only been six months mm-hmm. plus you gotta account they took like a month break for vacation for vacation around uh the just, holidays yeah. right after the game release basically so for the state it's in i'm kind of okay with it being where it's at i still enjoy the ranked experience that's what I'm there for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Does need more maps and ranked. I agree. We need a couple more round things out. Yep. I like the new King of the Hill. I like the odd, the oddball change is awesome. The oddball change is phenomenal. Yeah. What about, well, okay. Well, what about you? So you gave it a 6.9. Nice. Yeah. Out of 10. I did. I'm going to go an even six. Is what I'm going to say right now. Um, now, to go counter to what you were talking about, uh, I am a fan of the cosmetics. So I think it adds to the experience, not to playing the game, but just like the overall experience of the game, if you will. Sure. Um, so... The reason why I give it a six, like if you if you base this on like a ten point scale, six would be considered fair, not good, not great, not bad, just fair. Um, because like everybody, uh, like everybody and everybody's mom, dad, uncle, aunt, sister, brother, <laughs> grandmother, grandfather, whatever it is, says the foundation's great, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> everyone says it, and it's true. The foundation is great. Um. But in my opinion, the foundation can only take you so far when there's so many underlying issues within the game's systems, uh, lack of playlists, lack of progression besides the past, the challenges being funky, uh, the events just being like, the events feeling like they're shoehorned in to get you to force you to play a specific playlist, um, some of the maps not being all that engaging, wishing we had more, more ranked playlists, more playlists in general, what have you. And the campaign, in my opinion, while one of the, and I mean this, one of the better in the franchise, in my opinion, didn't do much for me outside of the story itself. Like when you get out of the actual story missions themselves, which in my opinion are great for the most part, um, the world just feels empty. It feels expansive, but empty in a sense where there's not a lot of interactivity with what's going on within the world. Um, all the world feels the same. Now we've, we speculated that we're hoping to get some campaign DLC, which further expands upon things, yeah. uh, opens up different segments of the ring, which would be fucking awesome. Right. We've talked about that. Um, but with what we were given today, um, like, like I said, I think the story's great. Uh, I just think the world outside of the story, not so much, which is a, detra- which is a detractor for me. Um, but in just terms of the multiplayer side, I only like playing with friends. And in some aspects, they've made that harder to do in terms of the rank side of things. Um, so yeah, as of right now, if I'm putting my critical hat on, I would give it a six. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. Some aspects I don't even think are good. I think the game is fair. 
There's a lot of work to be done. A lot of work is being done. Um, I'm excited to see what the future of the game holds. And we're going to play it no matter what. So we'll just have to wait and see. I'll give it a six. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst fucking thing like people are saying. I'll just say that. Uh, Justin says, no commendations. We've talked about that a lot. Yep. No commendations hurts as well. Just, and not, not, and Will, you said that it doesn't have to be like all the other titles in the franchise. It can be its own thing. We shouldn't have to expect these things depending upon what they are. And I, I can agree with you on some front of that too, because this is its own game. To me, it's just like the pedigree of what's come before it because it's in the same franchise and because I've played the game for so long, the franchise for so long, I do um, pro- uh, this isn't necessarily a good thing, but I do have those expectations of what I would want, you know, out of a Halo title. Um, and frankly, I kind of envy those that started with Infinite because they don't have those preconceived expectations from previous titles. You know what I mean? Like they're coming in for the first time. They have a free to play multiplayer experience that has a great foundation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, Here I the, want more. I just want yeah. more. The thing with that is they did say this was like a, I mean, they said it was a reimagining, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, anytime someone says there's a reimagining you, I, I would expect hints of the past to be there, but not fully right. What that, what was. I think they did a really good job with that, with the campaign. Yeah. With this. Yeah. With like the spiritual reboot of the campaign for halo fans and new people alike. I thought that's, I thought they did a really good job in the story of that. Um, they're just things systems wise that need to be updated and fixed in that title that would really make things jump up for me. And I know we have campaign co-op coming. I know we have Forge coming. I know we have um, other things that are being worked on in the pipeline. I get that. But if I were to rate it right now, six months in, I would give it a six. And Zarners, with the 13-month resub, you, sir, welcome back, by the way. Get a woo! Obviously, I'll give you one at the shout-out section of the show, too. But I miss you. want to give you a shout-out right then and there. With that, Will, do we want to get into some regular news? Alex Bean, former senior systems designer, has left 343 Industries. This is by Alex Bean. After nearly six years working on Halo, today was my last day at 343 Industries. I'm ever grateful for my fellow team members, my leads and mentors, and the fans for making the experience a fulfillment of a near lifelong dream. I can't wait to share what's next. Well, Alex, good luck to you in the future. Um, thank you for what you were able to do regardless. And uh, yeah. Let's we'll wait and see, huh? Halo community update. All right, here, here we go. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, daddy. MCC will the game everyone loves to talk about, mostly for good shit. Not today. Well, kinda. Like this is some good, and then some what could be not so good. But I'm actually, I can't believe I'm saying this. But I might actually be on the other side of a good thing with this. I, I the the thing that's considered bad for this 
I don't think is that bad. I agree with you. Okay, so we'll talk about that. All right. Halo Community Update. It's by Alex Wakeford over on HaloWaypoint.com for MCC. Tenth floor, uh, bioroids, background videos, keys to glassed planets. The team is currently working hard on new features, functionality, and content for the MCC, which includes further mod support, campaign collectibles across all games, the Steam Workshop modding upload and download tool, new customization options, quality of life improvements, and more beyond that. Some examples of new content coming are the new Bioroid-themed Halo 2 anniversary armor sets. Post-match poses, you'll be able to customize the background video in the menu. Man, Halo Infinite loading screens? When? Hello? (laughs) Mod support for Halo Reach with Halo 4 and Halo 2 anniversary in the works of the future. And the Career Hub will be getting a nice new coat of paint. We've mentioned before that following the release of Season 8 Mythic last year, we will be moving away from the model of Seasons. That nomenclature will be shifting to Series, which you can expect to see roll out across the MCC in the next update. So yeah, not only do you have the Xbox Series S, not only do you have the Xbox Series X, you now have the MCC Series whatever the fuck. Spartan points. As we've shifted away from seasons, what has previously been named season points, points earned by completing challenges and leveling up to unlock items, will eventually be renamed Spartan points in a future update. Over the years that the MC... I love how they refer to this as the MCC. (laughs) It's It's funny to me. Okay. Over the years that the MCC has been continually supported with new content, the game now features well over one thousand plus individual customization items spanning armor attachments nameplates weapon and vehicle skins armor effects firefight voices and more that's quite a lot for players who are new to mcc or who may not have dedicated much time specifically to unlocking items during the seasonal updates or are simply completionists looking to catch the last outstanding items they need we are internally exploring a potential new feature for the future in the form of purchasable Spartan points. It is prudent to note here that we are happy with the current system of how players earn Spartan points by completing challenges and leveling up through play. This would be an optional additive alternative for players who might find the vast scope of content to be an intimidating amount of playtime and want to get ahead on or skip the grind, or maybe want to grab specific items they want. We all have our favorites. In the interest of transparency with our dedicated and passionate community, we wanted to inform you of this exploration in advance and provide assurance that purchasable Spartan points would be an additive feature. We'll have more information to share about this in the future. And then enhance. We'll talk about the Spartan points thing in a minute. We'll also be adding support for dynamically refreshing content from our online content management system, which we're targeting for the next update. Historically, players have had to manually relaunch MCC to pick up any changes we make to matchmaking playlists or service settings. We previously touched on one example of why this was problematic in our server incident summary. You may have noticed longer search times and matchmaking on Wednesdays, 
when we normally update our playlist, as players manually move up to the new content. Or you may have noticed issues after quick resuming the, X, the game on Xbox Series S and X consoles. We're aiming for this update, uh, upcoming update to automatically refresh this data as soon as possible. So if you're playing matchmaking, when you put out a playlist update, you'll receive a notification and once your match ends, will automatically move you up to the latest content. It's fucking awesome. We've got plenty of other cool additions coming to MCC, and you'll hear more about uh, more about that as the next update draws nearer. So, when is it coming? An excellent question. We're targeting this update for later this summer. So t- stay tuned for details about what's on the way. Spartan points being purchasable will. Yeah. I mean, they're all earnable. So adding a purchase op- option on top of that just that's up to the player at that point. I agree with you. This may come as a shock to some folks, but I'm a dad. I'm 30. I ain't got time to grind the last six seasons of MCC because I think I only have two or three of the actual seasons passes completed. I ain't got time. I've spent money on infinite probably more than I care to admit at this point. I don't think as much as halo five yet. That was a lot. (laughs) All those rec packs that literally meant nothing. I bought a lot of rec packs with real money. I'm that guy. I'm not a whale. Okay. I don't consider myself that, but like I've spent some money. Um, In my opinion, here's where I stand. And I forgot the user who put it, who, who tweeted it. Um, and I want to give credit where credit is due. So I apologize to the person. Um, but I'm of two opinions on this. The first one is the game's been out for so long at this point. And there are so many seasons out having this as an additive tract. I'm fine with it's, it gives in a it gives a way for those who have the money to spend on it who want to play catch up and not have to play the game for an extended period of time. I paid my dues. I played for an extended period of time when the games were originally released and not at MCC. Okay? I love this franchise, but I just don't have the fucking time anymore. So if I want to be able to spend my money on it, it is my money. And I'll do with it what I please. I almost made another JG Wentworth. <laughs> I need reference. cash now. Yeah, that's my money, and, and I, I need it now. That's exactly where my mind yep. went to. So. It's my money, oh. and I'll spend it how I want. Um, Bringing that back from last week. Oh, absolutely. Josh, aka JK Fire, aka Halo Whale. No, I'm not. Maybe, maybe in terms of Halo, sure. Well, like every other game, no way. Uh, but no, as an additive way. Oh God. Oh, Look at wow. all the Halo do that, stuff. Huh? Yeah, it's true. That's true. I did buy all that. We don't have the camera pointing towards it, but I have all the Funko pops on this side of the wall as well. We can't see those, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's for the set, you know? Yeah. No, but the game's been out for so long. Having it as an additive way while not taking away from what already exists. Who fucking cares? If you're still playing MCC at this point, then I imagine you're doing it for the fun of it. So somebody else that pays money to get a cosmetic that doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, how does that affect you? It doesn't affect you in the slightest. 
what does what does it matter if you see somebody in in a match made game that has like the the super cool looking um like I'm I mean it does kind of devalue it because they didn't earn it. Sure, they didn't earn it, but at the same time, if it was always if anything, you should feel happier that you didn't spend money on it, that you did earn it through playing the game because somebody else act, just spent money to get it. There's no way to discern though. Once you're like, exactly. That's the thing. There's no way to discern it. So how does it actually affect you? It doesn't. So who gives a shit? Gives three, four, three more money. Sure. It gives three, four, three more money. And it, oh, it and the, 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 another negative way to look at it is, well, this could give them more incentive to do more stuff like this in the future of charging you money for other things. Like I get that mentality as well, but we already have microtransactions in infinite. So who fucking cares? Um, but the opposite opinion that again, I forgot the person who said this on Twitter and I really apologize because I want to give you credit. So this did not come from me. Okay. This does not come from me. I'm just relaying information, but this individual said something that I totally hundred percent agree with. Um, MCC does not need microtransactions. Another way they could be doing this without adding microtransactions to the game would be increasing payouts from challenges, making it easier to complete challenges, giving you more challenges to do, um, making it easier to level up. Just other ways to more convenience the player actually playing the game, um, lowering the barriers to getting the Spartan points without introducing the microtransactions into the game. And I can agree with that too. There's nothing wrong with that idea. I, I love that idea actually. Um, but if three, four, three decide what they, they're going to decide what they decide. Right. And obviously provide your feedback in a constructive manner. And I'm not, I don't want people coming over here and be like, Oh, you're fucking chill for three, four, three. No, you don't listen to the show. If you think that, um, it's just the game's been out for so long at this point. There's been eight seasons. Not every one of them has had a hundred tier passes, but like most of them have. And that's a lot of cosmetics. I didn't play through all of them. And if I, if I want to go through and do it without having to play the game for hundreds and hundreds of hours that I don't have, and you have it as an additive to the game, what does it affect you? Because it's my money and I'll spend it how I want. Um, Zarner says, I see your really dope skin and I need cash now. Call JK Fire 877 Halo Whale. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Justin says, The reason some people don't like it is remember Recon being like, Oh my God, that guy worked for that armor, but I'm also at that age. I don't care about rarity. I just want my Spartan to look the way I want. And that's, I, I can 100% agree with you on that too, Justin. It, but that's the thing. That's the difference between Recon and MCC, right? Recon was specifically tied towards Vidmaster challenges or Vidmaster achievements that you needed to do. There are no, besides the seasonal challenges in MCC, I'm going to make sure I get this right. Besides the seasonal challenges for MCC, where you were able to unlock a certain piece of armor or backpack or whatever it was, everything else was unlocked in the past. No specific challenge required. So again, in terms of MCC, who cares? 
the players who are playing MCC are still going to play MCC, what no matter what, as long as the game functions the way it is. And then having a way for people to purchase up to get the rest of the cosmetics. This may sound stupid, but maybe for at least a split second it entices people to come back and play because they have the stuff that they want finally, and they can rock their Spartan the way they want. I don't know. It's just an idea. But I, I saw the amount of rage because it's the internet and it's a lot of Halo fans. Let's be real. It's this fandom. But I saw, I saw a lot of outrage when this was announced that 343 were looking at the potential of adding this to the game and not replacing it with it. And again, I think people need to just take a fucking seat and look at the situation. It's not that big of a deal. You're not paying for power. Having a specific armor isn't going to make you better at the game. It's just going to make you fucking look cool. And if I spend money to do that, who cares? Fuck it. You have your armor set that you like to rock. What difference does it make if I have something similar or something completely different? It does not matter. Play the game. Or don't. Um, What? Or toggle all the armors off if you really want to. D- that! That exists. That exists! You don't want to see the armor? Fucking toggle it off. You don't want to see the weapon skins? Toggle it off. Remember the outrage on that? Fucking toggles. Wasn't it Postums getting all the shit for that or something? I don't remember. People are so fucking like, God, people need to just grow up. It's insane. Oh, man. We're old men in a gaming world that's aimed at younger generations generations now. True. Unfortunately. Halo's ours, though. It's ours? Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody else. (laughs) Um. No, I'm kidding. Halo Halo should be for everybody. And it's, yeah, it's just play the game or don't. Play it how you want to play it. Should be for everybody, but still rated M. Yeah, yeah. Because it needs that. It does. I mean, when what, what the fuck was it? Was Reach not M? Was Reach a T game? Halo 5 was a T game, wasn't it? Halo 5 was, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. F-Dem Kids. That's right, Zarn. F-Dem Kids, dude. <laughs> As I as my kid is currently going to sleep. Um, anything else you want to add before we move on? Nah. Okay. Good. I think I said my piece. Uh, you know, fuck it. I'll just add this at the very end. If they do add it, yes, I'll buy them. Go ahead. Let's go to cotton. Other games. Watch. Oh, actually that's it for the regular news. What the oh. fuck am I doing? There we go. Got another button to press. Jesus. Therefore it's time for cotton. Other games. Watch, uh, Florida mutineers, the mutineers, mutineers, as it were. That'll never stop, by the way. Mutineers? Yep, the mutineers. They'll never stop. <laughs> it's not my fault they named themselves that. Fear the date. <laughs> Fear the date of mutineers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. That's sounded mean. Didn't mean it sound mean. It's just something we've been doing for a while. Um, So they signed Major Maniac. Yeah. Okay. Rocker dropped him. Florida's like, hold our Kraken. We'll pick his ass up. Hold our 
I mean, isn't that what their logo yeah, is? Is a Kraken? It's a Kraken. And then, uh, and then they signed uh, two real who came up from like the testing that they were doing. Yeah. So good for him. And then they proceeded to wipe the floor with us, the rocker. So that well, happened. Hey, hasn't it like every time a team has brought on like a new player like that, they've done amazing in their next game. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it sustains. I mean, isn't the gorillas like a, the poster child for that? Because they, they picked up a sub and then yeah. made the loser's bracket run of a lifetime yeah, yeah, and then yeah. didn't do well after that. So, yeah, it's, it's how it feels. I think there's something to be said about these new players coming on because yeah. other teams don't know their MO, right? There's yeah. tons of, of VOD review and whatnot, and they're like, in this situation, Scump likes to go here or move this way. When you get into a tournament with someone you've never seen play before, you're, there's going to be some unknowns. Absolutely. And uh, we, I believe we beat Optic we pretty did. easily. We did. Um, so there was that to start it off. That was a 3-0 as well. It was, yep. But yeah, uh, up against uh, the Muneers did not work well for us. So there's that. And then, of course, all the... Oh, did you see the what the Muneers tweeted? Mm-mm. They said, hey, Rocker, you dropped this. And it, oh, <laughs> it was major. a major radiant. I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers. That's awesome. Nah, that was probably for the good in the long run. Oh, yeah. I just... Our team is so inconsistent. I don't even know what That's, to think anymore. I mean, Priest has been getting a lot of shit because his, his KD hasn't been what it used to be this year. But every game's different. It has, yeah. We talk about it every time. Every game is different. So I just, MW2, man, come on, be good. I really hope it is because we, we say it every year, and Justin can attest to this too because he's in the same boat. And I think Beth is in the same we boat too. We get COD and then just play it for a week and then right. we're done. Or we keep saying we're going to get it. Because we think it's going to be good, and then we just don't. Um, but yeah, we like you said, we usually get it, play for a week, and then we drop it. So obviously, I hope it is good because having another shooter in the repertoire would be great to play. Um, it's just my problem with MW one the the reboot was like too much camping behind doors and shit. I didn't like that at all. Uh, I didn't like the map layouts too much. So um, one yeah. thing I am excited for in MW two is. I don't know if it's been rumored, leaked, what the status of this information was. Sure. But you know how right now you literally have to grind out every attachment for every weapon, right? Okay. In MW2, it's rumored, leaked. I don't know that, like, if you want, like, the monolithic suppressor, Mm -hmm. you have to get it for, like, that class of weapon. So if... Not class, maybe like, st- I don't know what the, the make of the weapon, right? So if you want okay. like an AK suppressor, you only have to grind that out with AKs and it'll be available on your AK-74, your AK-47. Every AK. Your, yeah, every AK. And then you have that weapon attachment versus having to do it for every, every single, single weapon. Gun. There'll okay. be groups of them that you can do that with. So to make it easier to go through that progression. Yeah, because cool. like I said earlier, I'm tired of playing Call of Duty because a new meta gun releases in Warzone, and you have, you have to, to literally start at square one. Yeah. Cause you may have not been using that gun before. Right. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, what the end game is grinding out camos. Isn't that the whole yep, point? Right? Yep. Yep. Getting like the did, obsidian or whatever. Did they get rid of prestige levels or is that still a thing? No, I don't know. I haven't played the last two cods. Yeah, I gave either. up either. So, okay. Who knows? Uh, Justin says, I'll still end up buying the new one. I don't want to, but I will. That's why I want caught on game pass play for three days and then whatever. That is true. 
With the acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's still, still ongoing, but yes, hopefully acquisition, hopefully if, if, and when that goes through, then yes, that'd be a huge boon for game pass. And I mean, that'd be fucking like Starfield on game pass because the, they'd be fucking Starfield on game pass because of the Bethesda acquisition is going to be huge. Like unbelievably huge. And then if Elder Scrolls is exclusive to the platform, that's even bigger. But if COD is on Game Pass day one, could you imagine, dude? The, we we know Microsoft likes to sell their boxes, like we know right. that. But, but the, we also know services are the future, and Game Pass is it. Yeah, as of right now, it is. It is Game it Pass is, is the thing. Netflix, especially with it being crossed between PC and. Xbox with ultimate. So if the new call of duty is on PC for free, if you have ultimate or PC game pass, yes, that that'd be crazy crusher. Yep. That like, because the new PlayStation plus, um, tiers released. Yeah. So they have like their basic, their, uh, their premium and then their extra, whatever the fuck they're called. I forget what they're called. Um, but they still don't compare to uh no. game pass. Um, so it's, it's just, and I have nothing against the PlayStation plus tiers. Like I still pay for PlayStation plus, um, the basic service now that the tiers have released, but it just doesn't compare. So it's, it's just, if COD fucking comes to game pass, oh man, I, I couldn't imagine the influx of users that service will have. Microsoft is already raking in the money. Like they're already raking in the money. But if COD, I'm just, no, I'm not even say if, when COD comes to Game Pass, because it has to. It would, I mean, it's, it's the biggest FPS game out there. Oh, it's the big, right? it's the best selling, like it's, I, yeah, best it's basically selling. the best selling game every year. Yeah. Every year it releases. I think it beats out Madden every year. Um, and even taking it into consideration the microtransactions because they have boxes in that game. No more boxes. Oh, no. I mean, like, they have their uh, they have packs on their store that you can buy. Yeah. Like, so they're individual packs that you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. But, like, th- that, that rakes in money, too. So it's, they're, oh, my God. They make a fucking shit ton of money. Um, Uncle Pumpy, welcome, yes. by the way. And thank you for the sub. Uh, earlier within the week. I'll give you a shout out later on in the show, but welcome. I says, I can't imagine the server issues they'd have if it was on Game Pass day one. But here's the thing though, uncle. <laughs> you here's uncle here's the thing though, Pumpy. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't COD have server issues every every first day or two it releases? That sounds about right. To Isn't be it? Beth can attest to that. I know she's not here right now, but like, I know Beth can attest to that. She plays COD every year it releases on day one. I swear to God, they have server issues every first day, first and or second. Yeah. Uh, it sounds right, but I don't know. Either way, just, just the, like the, the notion of it being on game pass would yeah. mind blown, but it's gotta happen. Then again, they like, I can't, it's one of the it's one of if not the best selling game year right. over year. But does that make year. it not the best selling game if it's right? That's sixty dollars a pop for standard gen. That's seventy dollars a pop for next gen versions of that game. 
every single copy. Wow. That's not even including like the, if they do like a gold edition or, or whatever. Right. Right. The, the 120. That's, right. That's crazy. Although their collector's <sighs> editions have been kind of dog shit. Yeah. I yeah. think they peaked at the, uh, night vision goggles or RC car. I was going to say the mini fridge. Ooh, there was oh, a, the, the zombie mini fridge, like a new cult new town. Yeah. Or no, it was like, what, what's the upgrades in zombies? The old style. Oh, I don't know. Pack a punch, something like that. Oh, sure. There was a, a mini fridge that had that. Whenever that was, I think of the mini fridge, I think of like the Nuka Cola one from fallout. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of when mini fridge is brought up, but, um, no, that's, it's going to be, it's going to be insane. I, I, like we said, I hope MW two is good. Really, yeah. really do. Especially for the pro players' sake. Yeah, they need something they can sink their teeth into and enjoy. And actually, like, legitimately praise. You know? Not have to hold their hold their tongue on criticisms of a franchise that, again, they adore. It's like the same kind of fucking situation that pros are in for Halo right now. Um, So, here's hoping the game is good. Really, really hope so. Yeah. Um, here's a kind of a somber moment as well. Uh, Gears Esports has officially come to a close. Um, this is by Gears Esports. Sunday, June 26th, saw the final match of the Gears Esports program as Rise beat Pittsburgh Knights in yet another fantastic showcase from the best Gears players in the world. With some incredible moments, maps, and matches throughout the weekend, it was a fitting way to end the program. From everyone at the Coalition, we want to thank the teams at UMG, TVS Tekka, PGL, EGL, Logitech, and our other partners who have supported us since the launch of Gears 5. Without them, we simply wouldn't have been able to manage a program of this scale, especially throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. Over the course of the next few weeks, we'll be deactivating the at Gears Esports Twitter and Gears.gg site as we wrap up the program, but the photos from our events will live on to keep the memories alive. In order to get the latest news and updates from us, make sure to stay connected to the official channels at Gears of War on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Finally, and most importantly, we want to say a massive and sincere thank you to the Gears fam for all the support you have shown us throughout the last few years. You, our players and community, are the most important part of our franchise, and we're looking forward to sharing our future plans with you. So now, uh, the speculation is that once the new game is released... Um, whatever that title happens to be, because we know the coalition are working on a next gears game. Um, whatever that game ends up being that a new version of gears, esports would come up. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I remember watching back in the day when that optic roster was the, um, was the apps. They were the CLG optic talks sentinels of gears. They won everything. Um, and yeah, I remember watching them uh, on the come up and through their dominance. And Gears is a very special um, esport to watch. There's a lot of hype ass moments. The trash talk is second to none. It's some of the best in esports history, and it'll be sorely missed. It'll be sorely missed. Um, Justin says, "Rip Gears esports." Once MLG left, it was just downhill. Sad to see such a dedicated community. Yes, they were. Absolutely. All right. And the last piece of COD and other games watch before we talk about some other video games, Envy gaming 
retires its esports brand. It becomes Optic Gaming. This is by Sean Collins of the Dallas Morning News. Envy Gaming is now Optic Gaming. The organization announced Monday in a video between Chief Gaming Officer Mike Rufael and President Hector Rodriguez. The two North Texas esports brands merged in November 2021, but the Envy Gaming brand remained. After six months, the company retired the, that Envy brand, which was founded by Rufael in 2007, and took on an Optic brand, which dominates the Call of Duty landscape. Quote, when we merged our companies together, we had this thought of taking both of our brands and doing things with them and continuing to do the same things we've always done and grow them, end quote, Rafael said in the video. Quote, I had in the back of my mind there was a potential to sunset Envy and invest all of our resources into Optic. Basically, what we're going to do is take the Envy brand out of esports right now, end quote. Optic Texas, which sits at number two in the Call of Duty League standings, had a standout championship run at their own esports stadium, Arlington, in March. Only a few details changed with the move, with more to come. The Envy Rocket League team adopted the Optic name, and Envy's Jeff Moore relinquished the president role uh, to Rodriguez but remained COO, while Adam Reimer will remain CEO. The Envy Foundation, a grant program helping North Texas middle schools and high schools, is now the Optic Foundation. Envy's Rocket League team became Optic Rocket League, which has also announced Monday at noon. Visually, the company will have a lot more optic green, including the logo outside the headquarters in Victory Plaza. The NVE will eventually become the optic gaming logo. One brand detail that survived the move was the Dallas Fuel name, the Overwatch League team, which will stay during the team's fifth season in the Overwatch League. Rafael found it crucial to keep the Fuel name, saying the brand was, quote, ingrained in the Overwatch community, end quote. While Envy didn't have the same reach as Optic, Rufael also acknowledged the followers of the 15-year-old esports brand. Quote, anybody out there that ever gave us love, brought our jerseys, supported our players, you guys mean everything to me. End quote, Rufael said. Both brands had a lot to gain from the, from the November merger. Envy Gaming had an established financial backing and a history of winning championships with the fancy HQ. Optic had the brand reach and content gurus. It was an esports match for the ages, and Optic Gaming continues to evolve. So there you go. I'm a little sad that it's gone. Yeah, they're some of our favorite Halo teams were but, the Envy teams. But but like you said, and, and it you bring the two together, mm-hmm. and it could create something even better than what both of them were separate. Absolutely. So that's what we got to look forward to now. It also feels good that the that the Optic uh, Valorant team is performing very well as well. Yes. So love to see that. I'm I'm confused by the, um. The NVE will eventually become the Optic Gaming logo. Yeah, so like NV, their logo is E for Envy. Yeah. Yeah, so that logo is going to go away on their building oh, gotcha. and it's going to be replaced with the Optic Gaming logo. I thought they were saying that E will become a part of the Optic Gaming logo. Oh, no, I'm no, like, no. How? <laughs> um, Beth, I think, put out on Twitter that like she is bummed that she never bought an Envy jersey mm. because now uh, you can't. Yeah. Their, okay. their website's already updated. Like they, all the envy stuff is gone. The Dallas fuel stuff remains, but the envy stuff is gone. Um, so I feel like I need to retire that white Jersey now and get it framed. Yeah. Yeah. No, no new definition to championship whites. <laughs> Wear them on Sunday. Yeah. Because optics. Cursed. So we, we bring the envy championship the, Sunday. The whites, whites out. out. Yep. Because the optic ones yeah. are cursed. I feel like I do. I, I'm going to get that up in a, a jersey thing. There you go. A like a box. Yeah. A shadow box. Shadow box. Good idea. Good idea. So yeah, the end of an era, but the beginning of a new one. 
So does that mean Hex Quarters remains and the Envy headquarters remain? Is there going to be a merger there? Well, the Envy, it sounds like the Envy headquarters is now just being rebranded to Optic Gaming. And then I think, I think Hex Quarters is his own space. Okay. I thought so it was his own space. Hex just owns that himself? I thought he did. Makes sense. I could be wrong, but I think he does. But either way, there you go. So, yeah. That's it for Count on the Games Watch. Which means it's time for... Will, what'd you happen to play over the last week? I'm slacking today. It's okay, you know. Um, I played some Halo Infinite. Mm. You know, did um, you? Yeah, yeah. Played Wednesday. I streamed it to this channel. Thanks for those who stopped by, said hi. I know it was not planned, unexpected, but I was like, I got the equipment together. Let's throw something up there. Talk to the people more than we do during the live show, because you know we have to do this show. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um. And then I also played Saturday night. Um, I Slay Goliath was doing a reward, a 12-hour stream for hitting X amount of followers. I think it was 250. Congratulations, by the way. And her Halo segment was like at 11 at night. And I'm like, all right, we're in there. I'm going to do it. Um, So it was me. Uh, Slay or Goliath. I don't know which one. Uh, Got to figure that out. <laughs> and then two of her, her friends, and we were a four stack in ranked. Okay. Now, her two friends were golds. Okay. So we were, we were both diamond. I was diamond two. She's, okay. She's a diamond three, and they were high end, like gold five, gold six. Okay. How'd that go? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's got to be fucking... That's weird. So... That's um, a big difference. We played a few full plat teams. Okay. Wow, golds. We played... Okay. So this is the one that got me. Also, this is no hate, by the way. I'm just like, this is a big disparity between... Disparity between ranks. Yeah. Which... Like the like a whole, like, uh, Onyx can only, like, match up with, like, up to plat six or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So the one game I want to throw out there uh, yeah. that really threw me over the edge. Ooh. Oh, it was an oddball game on live fire. Okay. We played an onyx. I already don't like that. A diamond six. Yeah, still don't like that too much. An unranked who dropped over f- almost 40 kills. And then a silver. Needless to say, the almost onyxes there fucking destroyed us. Yeah. Couldn't get anything going. And I was just like screaming, like, what the hell is that? You know? How'd the D6 do? Well. So you have a D6 potentially on the verge to being Onyx. You have an Onyx. And then you have an unranked who's playing like an Onyx Who performed better than everyone else on their team. Hmm. And then a What happened to not being able to play with unranked players? Oh, Yeah. Unless, Unless they weren't four stacking. No, I think they were the, I think they were all solo queued. If I remember correctly. Or, or at least the D six was queued with the unranked. 
Something like that. I still thought you couldn't. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Huh. We've been able to do it at times as well. I've randomly. Heard, yeah, you told me. Oh. Well, that's a big disparity between the players yeah. in that lobby. Yeah. Yikes. Um mm-hmm. but we, we did end up winning. Okay. We were we got on a four game hot streak of wins. And I got up into D three. Let's I was, go. I was happy. Let's go. Making moves. Now big moves, baby. This is no hate to the people I played with. Uh-huh. They're golds. They have a lot to learn about the game still. Oh, yeah. They're in that rank. I was trying to coach and be like, we have two strongholds. Don't run to C. We, you know. Keep two. Don't push unless. Yeah, just don't. Yep. We're one down. Drop the oddball and slay. You know, type of thing. Yeah. And that did lead to a lot of losses from not understanding. A lot of missed timings on overshield and things to that nature. Right. Um, And just not. There was a lot of turtling happening and not a lot of setup happening. Sure. Makes so, sense. Um, I mean, me and me and Goliath were slaying out and doing our best, and it, it culminated in finally winning some games. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a game of Slayer with 27 kills. Now, I will say, two, one person dropped out, and then two, and then it turned into a bloodbath, but I was running around the map just doing everything. A win's I, a win. <laughs> a win is a win. We finally got up to, like, 45 to like whatever it was. Yeah. And I had 27 kills and I'm like, I'm gonna go sit in the corner guys. Have fun. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause they, they were like fighting back. I, I was trying to like keep it chill. Sure. But they were just still coming at us when you're two They're down, you it. can just quit out because yep. you don't get the ban at that point, but they were still trying to fight. So I'm like, all right, here we go. And that felt good. So awesome. just shit. And it was, it was crazy, crazy. Cause they were sticking together. So I took a lot of fights, two V one. And I think they ended up being plat players in the end. Sure. So, it, you know, throw a couple nades. They sat on them. Okay, if that's what you want to do. Um, and then I also played Rock Band. It looks like, well, Justin's talking Halo here. Goalie Sniper says, one thing I got to focus on with the update is that OS is actually useful. Yes, it is much more useful now having, it's what, 3.5 instead of 3? Yes. Times the shields. So um, he says, so I got to start going for it because pre-update, you can just toss a single nade. Yeah, worth of OS, and it's easy to counter. And it spawns immediately on Bazaar. Yes, it's no longer a... It's still a delayed on live fire, but instantly on Bazaar. Yep, it's instantly on Bazaar. So, yeah. So Well, not instantly. It's pretty... Isn't like a five-second countdown? Yeah, but by the time you can get there... You should It should be up, yeah. My my play. Oh, actually, I'm not going to say my play for Overshield and Bizarre Senior. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. Um. So, like I said, we'll hear with the shyway stress that he ain't sharing. That time slot for the Halo gameplay was at 11 at night. So I'm like, I need something to do. Yeah. So I played Rock Band. Nice. Uh, I put together my own like 80s list of. I did like set list, which you can do where the songs just keep rolling. You don't Absolutely. have to go back and forth. So I just played an 80s set. And rocked out while I was waiting for Halo to play. I still think Guitar Hero rocks the '80s was like one of the best things, if not the best that was, thing that Guitar Hero did. That was fun. That was good. That was back in the PS2 days. God, a long time ago. Holy shit! Yeah, Guitar Hero rocks the '80s is dope as shit. So. Yeah, I remember. I didn't even know rock, uh, Guitar Hero was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I. Went with my cousin Steve and my second cousin Bree, 
because he needed a new TV and Circuit City or something was having a clearance. We're showing our age with that one. Hey, Throwing yeah. Circuit City out there? Yeah. Holy shit. So we go and he's looking for TVs and whatnot. And oh on God. one, they have a PS2 and a, this plastic guitar thing. And I'm like, what the what fuck is, is that? that? Yeah. And I stood there for maybe an hour while he was getting rung up and figuring out what he wants, just falling in love. And I went home that day. I'm like, I need this. And I asked my begged my parents and uh, lo and behold, they went out that night and fucking got me guitar hero. That's amazing. And I was shout out to was, your parents. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was amazing. I, I have countless hours on plastic instruments now because of that day. The, it, and it really revolutionized like the rhythm games. It right? did. Yeah. yeah. Revolutionized the rhythm games. I mean, first you had what dance dance revolution that revolutionized that first. And then yep. yeah, I think it really hit it with guitar hero. Wasn't there like a uh, donkey Kong? Yeah. With like they were congas, right? Yeah, that, they were, was, yeah. uh, that was the, the play donkey Kong jungle beat donkey Kong. Uh, I think there were two of them. Hmm. Yeah. I think there were two donkey Kong conga games, not conga bongo. Well, they were bongos. Were they bongos? Wasn't it called? called Donkey Konga? And that was Donkey Konga. I think it was. Now Donkey I'm thinking about it. Konga. Oh God! They made more than whoa! What? There's a lot of them. A fucking apparently. There, yeah. There's three. Oh, there's Donkey Konga, Donkey Konga Two, and Donkey Konga Three. And I thought there was Donkey Brilliant. Konga Jungle Beat. Or was that like an expansion thing? On Donkey Konga Jungle Beat. No, there's two there too. There's Donkey Konga Jungle Beat and Donkey. Oh, no, there's Donkey Kong Jungle Beat and Donkey Kong Jungle Climber. Jungle Climber was on the DS. That's irrelevant. So those weren't with the. No, I swear to God, Jungle Beat was though because it's beat. Donkey Kong, Jungle. Off the rails again. I apologize, but I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. I thought hey, I swear still... to God. Um. Yeah, use the con. Yeah, it did. Use Jungle Beat used them too. Okay. Yeah. So there are four uh, games that fucking used them. Crazy. Uh, Mr. Goldie Sniper says, I prefer the rock band guitar over guitar Ew. hero guitar. True. Ew. Also, when you use star power, all the notes turning blue just didn't compute with my brain. That's another, yeah, that's a good point. I do like rock bands just a little bit better on their tracks. I felt guitar hero guitars felt better to me because you could actually feel the strum. There was a better click. That's strum bar. Yes. To me, I like the tactile feel because I felt like at least the part of my brain was like, okay, it made it sound. Yes. It must, it must register if it made the sound with rock band guitars. It's like, you don't fucking, there's nothing. It's just, you better hit your goddamn note or better calibrate your TV to do it. <laughs> um, so there's that. Yeah. Guitar here and rock band, man. They're awesome. They're phenomenal video games. You've spent, you've probably, to get back to the money thing, you've probably spent an amount of money for Rock Band in comparison to what I've spent in Five and Infinite combined. Well, Would you say that's adequate with you and Brad? Well, so me and Brad never shared uh, accounts. It's me and Joey right now. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to feel better about to, myself. That's all. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Since we share an account, those 500 songs are between two people. Right. 
So, I mean, what? Two, what are they? They're like two to three bucks a song, something like that. Yeah. Now they have packs though. They do. I barely buy the packs. Oh shit. I want the song. I want the song. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I probably spent the same amount as I spent on Halo Five. I have not infinite. I have probably two fifty to three hundred yeah, of those songs are mine. Five for me. Yeah. Cool. And this is, but the, the, these are also songs that have been over the years. Oh they, yeah. They continue down the line. Oh yeah. So if you bought it in rock band two, it's still there in rock band four. Right. And mine were rec packs. Sorry to. It's okay. Yeah. I know my decisions were stupid. What's up mythic. Welcome back. Hello, Good hello. to see you. I like, I know my decisions were stupid. I'm just hey, trying to I've, feel better about myself. I've dumped enough money into infinite already myself. Yeah. But did you buy rec packs in five? Uh, not as and, much as you and did. not play Warzone. That's the best part. Not only did I buy rec packs, I'd never played Warzone. So, because I only I, wanted the customization options. When I got Warzone items, yeah, I sold them for more points so that I'm able to get cosmetics I did the same thing. since I came into the game so late. Yep, I did the same thing, the same exact thing. Um, and the cool part is that there was a Chrome extension. To make it so you could bulk sell your items. Yes. Yeah. That was convenient. It was very convenient. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, Infinite and Rock Band 4, those are the two games I played this week. What about yourself? I played some Infinite as well. We were going to do uh, Ranked on Thursday, but nobody really showed up yeah, until Slade did at the very end. I fell through. Um, and, and no offense to Slay. And then Pancakes popped up for a game or two as well at the very end. Um, so yeah, we just did some challenge stuff. Did we... Did we play one ranked game and it was CTF on Kali? Or not Kali? Catalyst? Yeah. I wish it was Kali. Wait, is it, isn't it kind of set up like Kali? Think about it. You have the, the, the bridge That's up and down stretch. on one side. That's a stretch. You have different levels on the other side that are more square. Yeah, but like you don't have clear sight line from elbow to elbow. Right. It's a stretch. <laughs> like I see where you're going. It, it's a symmetrical map. Yes. With higher and lower elevations. You the bridge over the middle. I get it. I get it. But like, no. <laughs> um, It's a Halo map. That's the only comparison. No, I can see what you're talking about though. But yeah, we did play a CTF map and it did not go too yeah. well. Um, But no, I thought, I thought overall the night was okay. Uh, Hopefully we'll get on this Thursday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully more people show up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I don't, I played some other miscellaneous things, but nothing really of note for an extended period of time. I think it was just that. So. All right. Yeah. Oh, you know, Final Fantasy seven. I played a little more of that. There you go. That's it. Community game night is Thursday. No, Friday is Mythic. Friday is the uh, community play date night. Yep. Uh, Thursday is like a separate uh, group thing that we got going on. Like I just, I the reason why I said that like that is because the people who do show up for the Thursday thing, I'm calling their asses out. That was it. But no, you're good, Mythic. Friday is a uh, community play date night. Um, yeah. Although this Friday, we won't be there. Because of your wife's right, birthday party. Right. So I will just say that right now then, because that totally reminds, uh, we will not be there 
for this Friday's community play date because it is uh, Will's wife's birthday party that we're going to be doing. Um, so, uh, happy early birthday to her, obviously. And so Justin, I'll call you out right now. If you wanted to get something going for Friday, please do and, uh, communicate through discord, do whatever you want to do up to you. Um, or somebody else, whatever. doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Play some infinite. That's it. All right. And he says long weekend this week. I'll be gone. Bullshit. All right. Maybe we'll just have to reconvene next week. Sound good. We'll go with that. Um, time for some shout outs. We didn't have a community play last week, so I'm going to skip that one. Uh, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We had Uncle Pumpy with the sub. Zarn with the 13-month resub. Thank you both. You guys both get a woo! And then uh, Tomex World with the follow. Thank you very much as well. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the community and the show. Um, and then happy belated birthday to Walshy. I was going to say my brother... But because people make that joke, we're but I don't see the comparison, and we're not related. But happy belated birthday to you, David Walshy Walsh. I hope it was a great one. Community creations, Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number one sixty three by High Tech Redneck. Go check that video out. And then we have two Kansas City documentaries, one from Ascend, and the other from. So go check those out as well. Will, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Um, therefore, if you wouldn't mind doing me a solid, as you always do so beautifully, please plug the show. All right. All right. Hey, maybe you're listening live, watching live, I should say, on Twitch. Maybe you're watching on YouTube, but maybe you need to take us on the go. and You can't be staring at your phone. See you later, Fresh. Citric. Find us on your favorite podcast services, like Josh's. Pocket Cast! Not an ad. <laughs> but I do love that application. If you want to be a bigger part of the community, come say hi. Talk to us during the week. Discord's the main way to do that. Join our Discord link is provided on our link tree on our Twitter. Exclamation point, Discord, and chat. We're always available. We're always there. Speaking of Twitter, we're on Twitter there. What? Yeah, Josh posts. Josh controls the Twitter. I mean, I, I haven't been active on it <laughs> lately. Not a lot to discuss, really. We discuss on the show, so. Yes, exactly. But, yeah, go find us on Twitter. We also have an Instagram and Facebook. Not used as much as Twitter, but they're there. They are there. Uh, if you're listening and you want to check out a show, maybe you missed the live show, but we're How up on YouTube. How dare you? Go check out the VOD. Where? On YouTube. What? <laughs> Just said. Yeah. Search HGS Bro Talk. Okay. If you want to watch us live for all this, whatever this is, come find what? us on Twitch. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash HGS Bro Talk. Yeah. And go check out HGSProTalk.com for everything. It's just pro talk. I'll just say that. There and then go. don't forget about the fine folks over at podcast evolved. Make sure to check out evolvedhalo.com. Your home for halo. They have great shows such as podcast evolved mission debrief, halo TV plus book club build with box and halo headlines. And then there's a new one that you were going to add. Yeah. I, 
fucking forgot. What's that new one called? Um, EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. Yeah. Uh, it is yeah. called bah, 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 Halo Gear Guide. Halo Gear Guide. There you go. I'll make sure it's added to the show notes moving forward. Um, and we also have our own little spot on there. Thanks to the, we do. Thanks to them for adding us. Yes. Making us feel included. Thank you. So if you want to check out a little uh, blurb of HS Pro Talk on Evolved Halo, we're there for you. Thank you. That's all I got, Josh. Hell yeah. Uh, Justin says, I've got so much Evolved to catch up on. Haven't listened in months. Evolved! You should absolutely listen to it. Um, It's good shit. All right. Awesome. Time to close it out? I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 241 of HTS Pro Tech. If you're tuning in live, thank you so much for tuning in live over on Twitch. Yeah! And if you were checking out the VOD on YouTube or you're checking out the audio version on your favorite podcast service, thank you as well. Hope you're having a great day, night, week, month, year, whatever it may be when you're taking the time to listen to the show, because regardless, it's greatly appreciated. Um, and I truly mean that I say it all the time. And I know I sound like a broken fucking record, but I truly mean it. If, if we wouldn't be the show, if you guys weren't listening to it. So thank you very much for listening to it. And I don't say this all the time because I, you know, it is what it is, but I'll say this. Uh, if you're tuning in now, like if you, if you're listening to this part of the show, uh, and you haven't, shared the show before to people you think might be interested in listening, please consider sharing it. I don't care how you do so, but if that, if you would like to do that, we would appreciate that as well. Again, I don't say that often. Just going to throw it out there if you're interested in doing so. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us for episode 241. We'll be back next week. And I'm going to end the show on this single point. Reproductive rights are human rights, plain and simple. If you do not believe that, you can simply go fuck yourself. I don't have time for you. Don't want you listening to the show. Go fuck yourself. That is how I'm going to end this episode of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.